0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Josh and Jason Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast Show. I am your host, Josh Monday. If you don't know me, I'm a Christian rapper, devoted husband, father, and Army veteran. I would like to introduce you to my co-host. He's a Christian, devoted husband, and father. What's up, Jason? And he's my brother too. What's up, Jason? <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> on my long list of category of things that I do. <laughs> so we are, we have an awesome, <laughs> awesome show nice. for you. Our uh, returning guest. Uh, he's a, a, a documentary filmmaker. Um, he's also an author. Uh, an amazing researcher, and he's a legend in the industry. So, Bart Sabrell, how you doing?
1: Good. How about yourself? You mean uh, then Jason is your double brother? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, because you're my brother and if, too. And if he were black, he'd be your triple brother.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how's, how's it going, Bart? How's everything? <laughs> it's going good. How about you? We're doing good. We're doing good. So, um, oh, now guys, last time we had a, we had an episode. We kind of We dug into the Bible a little bit. We also talked about the moon landing, but this time, Bart, he sent me an email and just let me know that he has some new information. Um, Some people have passed away now, and it's maybe some information you can release. Um, I would love if you could get into that information. And then after we'll, you know, we'll we'll talk a little bit about um, some Bible stuff and whatever you want to get into. Okay. So can you, can you go ahead and go over that, that information, that new information that you had?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to make a short summary, but I'll do a try here. Uh, You know, I'm best known for a film that I produced. I've been a filmmaker for about 40 years, mainly doing TV commercials, music videos. And then this documentary called The Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon, which it and its follow up film cost about a million dollars. And we were financed by someone who builds rockets for NASA, who's a multimillionaire who knows the moon landings are fake. And thought it was his patriotic duty that's what these films are about and then recently I came out with a book called moon man the true story of a filmmaker on the CIA hit list because I found a recording of an Apollo astronaut plotting with the sun my assassination by the CIA audibly heard in the film astronauts gone wild both of these films can be seen for free at sabrell.com which is my last name S is in Sam, I, B as in boy, R-E-L, sabrell.com. The book you can get there, but the video clips, which are part of the book, it's like an interactive book. I write a chapter that I say, go to clip one and clip two at my website, so you'll know what I'm about to talk about, and the audio book I read myself, and then it's in Kindle or print, hmm. but you can hear the recording yourself of The Astronaut and his son discussing whether to have me murdered by the CIA, which would of course not be necessary if they really went to the moon and I'm some silly person who thinks it was filmed in a TV studio, right? Yeah. And so there were a lot of things that I put in the book that were not in the film, Uh, chiefly the second to the last chapter called NASA's Greatest Fear, which is uh, the testimony of two interviews I conducted with the widow and son of an Apollo astronaut who they said was murdered by the CIA because he was a whistleblower, and would not cooperate with fraudulent things such as the moon landing fraud. Mm. And this is the man who would have been the first crew to walk on the moon. And days before, he held an impromptu press conference without permission, where he invited reporters up to the very top of the rocket where he affixed the lemon the size of a grapefruit, Mm. which his wife told me, Uh, He picked personally from his yard that morning, and he's calling the piece of equipment to go to the moon, you know, junk
0: uh, in front of the world.
1: And so days later, he comes home from work one day and says, hey, the CIA is all over the launch pad today. I wonder why. And the very next day he's dead. Uh, You know, (laughs) the day after the first time the CIA shows up at NASA, the very next day, the guy's dead. So. They asked me not to put that in the film uh, and while she was alive, because she was pursuing her own legal course of action. Uh, but now I can put that in the book. I interviewed her for four hours and her son, who's a 747 pilot, for three hours. And they both are 100% convinced that their father and husband, who would have been the first man to walk on the moon, was murdered by the CIA. It's not my opinion, it's their opinion. So that's a that's a, you know, very close, I mean... You can't yeah. get closer than that to the do you know truth. How he,
0: do you know how he died? Was it like, do you know how- Well, he, it's how called
1: it? the Apollo 1 fire, which took place- Oh, June, yeah, yeah, 19th, I know what that 19th, is. Okay. 1961. I'm oh, sorry, wow. 1967. And uh, it's the same when Bobby Kennedy Jr., who has more access to JFK files than Oliver Stone, says that his uncle, the president, John F. Kennedy, was murdered by the CIA. You better believe it. So yeah. when I say Kennedy was murdered by the CIA, it's not really my opinion- it's the opinion of the dead man's relatives, yes. who uh, you know has access to family files that the CIA was involved. It I just watched JFK Revisited, and just some really amazing information in there. Like one I didn't know, Bobby Kennedy, you know, senior. The day, the moment, an hour or so after it happened, he immediately called up the CIA and started cursing at them. Did you kill my brother? I mean, mm, he I never heard immediately that either, but... knew who did it. Yeah. Because the CIA, you know, was mad at him because he was basically going to dismantle the CIA. It said so weeks earlier. Yeah. Just like weeks earlier. He fired uh, Alan Dulles, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Gus Grissom, uh, days earlier, had hung a lemon calling the thing a piece of junk. So they quickly got rid of him. They quickly got rid of the president who was going to get rid of them. So they got rid of him first. Another interesting thing came out, and JFK revisited was that, believe it or not, the same month of November, there was one plot to kill Kennedy, like the first week in November in Chicago, and a week after that in Miami, somebody in the Kennedy administration who were good guys found out about it, canceled the meeting in Chicago, canceled Mm -hmm. the meeting in Tampa, Florida, or Miami, wherever it was, somewhere in Florida, and interestingly, it was the exact same scenario. They had a, a patsy of, you know, CIA associated person, yeah. uh, just like a duplicate of Oswald in Chicago and one in Florida, where uh, they were going to take the blame. He was in a high building with a rifle that was right by the motorcade in both instances. It's amazing. The, uh, the Oswald thing was a, was a, triple blueprint of what they uncovered in chicago and florida a few weeks earlier and they they were going to run the exact same scenario didn't get him the first time didn't get him the second time got him the third time the same try in the same month mm, i mean yeah. it's mind-boggling that this evidence isn't public fact other than a recent documentary by oliver stone that I mean, the CIA was using the exact same plan, and they they can trace. They had they had the names of the people. They had the names of the alleged gunmen in Chicago, the alleged gunmen in Miami, yep. and uh, that they were going to frame. They yeah, have I heard this of. too. I've heard this too. Uh, and then,
0: then the Warren Commission, like you know, Warren is a, or his name's Earl Warren. He's a 33 degree Freemason, and then six out of seven of the people that were on. The, uh, the uh, Warren Commission were all Freemasons, high-level Masons, and uh, and then also you have Lyndon Johnson. He was a, a Demolay, also a Freemason, and you got all this. There's a lot of mixture there, and then his wife was actually uh, the head of the, uh, the media. What is it called? The FCC also, his wife, Lyndon Johnson's wife. I'm not saying Lyndon Johnson did it. I'm just saying that maybe they had some control over the media, you know, and uh, – mm-hmm. Well one of the have in my book, could have been involved could have been involved, you know?:
1: Yeah, one of the clips of in my book you can see it at sabrell.com and there's 16 clips, and one of them is uh, Dan Rather, you know, talking about the Kennedy assassination like two or three days later, and they refuse to show the Zebruder film, because it clearly shows Kennedy's head going back, which means oh, the shot yeah. came from the front, yeah. which is the opposite of the building they said it came from. So Dan Rather says, trust me, let me describe it for you. And someone synchronized that report with the Zabruder film. And then he says, quote, and then the third final shot causes Kennedy's head to go violently forward. At the same time, you see it's going violently back. He said the exact opposite of the truth on national TV, knowingly. Yeah, of course. Because he was describing what he was seeing. And he was so ashamed he even looked down when he said it. And yeah. Walter Cronkite didn't have the guts to say it himself. So he had Dan Rather, who took his place, right, yeah. say it for him. Dan Rather would take his place like and 20 he became, years later. And he became
0: huge, Dan Rather. So, you know. Yeah, he, he, he took up, over yeah.
1: Walter Cronkite's job 20 years later, but he was initiated by cooperating, mm-hmm. lying through his teeth, right on national news, saying the exact opposite of the truth, which would not be necessary if Oswald killed him. And the whole idea of killing the killer is brilliant because then there's no trial. Because as I'm looking at this evidence, there's no way a jury would have convicted Oswald. There was so much evidence that showed that he was innocent. So you kill him and you frame him after the fact, case closed. (laughs) And and the killing of the president never has to go to trial. It's so clever. So the other two guys, you know the guy in Chicago and the guy in Miami when they saw what happened to Oswald they must have been repenting you know and on their knees thanking God because that would have been they, they would have been too. done yeah. yeah you know yeah. Oh. and then I look looked at you know I feel like it can judge personality by expression you know Jesus said the eyes are the key to the soul and I'm sure that's true I just don't understand it when I look for line, you look at the mouth. Because a liar can look you straight in the eye and lie, but then they smirk because they're proud of themselves. Mm -hmm. And you look at the face of the Supreme Court justice on the Warren Commission. Don't trust the guy at all. You're looking at the expressions on his face and don't trust Dulles either. Mm -mm. He looks like just some arrogant SOB who's lying through his teeth. And, and thrilled to do it. You got Jay
0: Edgar <laughs> and, Hoover as well. He's run the FBI. He's a 33 degree Mason. They even have in the in the in the in the uh, in the Supreme 33 Council 33 downstairs. They actually have his his office in there in, in the Freemason. So everybody that was involved at that time were all high level. Like I'm talking like all yeah. 33 oh, yeah. degree and, Masons.
1: And, but it, but it's interesting that that Walter Cronkite found it too distasteful to say that the that the Kennedy's head went violently forward when the opposite happened. He he couldn't bring himself to say it. Yeah, because it so contradicted the truth. He had Dan Rather do it, for example, about I don't know, year and a half ago. I'm watching. I watched like the first minute of the evening news like once a week back when I was you know, doing that. I don't do that anymore. And the CBS, same network, Illuminati Eye, Evening News, anchor right now, as far as I know, is a woman, I don't know her name. And then they did a story. Now it's been, you know, uh, quote approved for people who are with child to take this particular medicine, right? That was the lead news story. When I've been reading the exact opposite for months, And so she doesn't show up that day. She has her substitute male anchor say that because she could not bring herself as a woman to say it. Just like Walter Cronkite couldn't bring himself to say his head goes violently forward when it was clear as day the opposite was true. He had someone else do it. Interesting. So I put in the book, which you can get at sabrell.com, Th- this part about the Apollo 1 fire murder. Because it'd be one thing, Joss and Jason, if they faked the moon landing and killed absolutely nobody. Then you, even as a Christian, and forgive me, I may be wrong saying the following, but I almost appreciate or respect their cleverness. You know, it's like somebody, st- you know, tunneling under the dry cleaner into the vault and stealing the Federal Reserve's gold, you know, and they get away with it. No one gets hurt and they never were caught. You're like, oh, those are clever guys. Good for them. (laughs) Maybe forgive me, Lord. They're taking that drunk. They're taking from these
0: absolute disgusting people. Yeah, I don't see me.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if if they kill three security guards who are like in their 20s with three children each, you know what I mean? You don't respect them at all. And that's the problem that the federal government has. And this is why I believe they're so concerned about the moon landing fraud coming out. First of all, whoever killed JFK, he's dead, regardless of who did it. And really, the, the crime about that is we were robbed. The United States in particular, and really the world, was robbed of an alternate destiny. Yes. If he had been a two term president, they probably would not have faked the moon landing. They would not have staged the Gulf of Tonkin, which led to three million people dying, including 58,220 Americans. Right. That totally happened. Under yeah. Johnson's yeah. rock watch a year later. That wouldn't have happened. He was already pulling out of Vietnam War, which is one of the reasons he was killed. That wouldn't have happened. The fake moon landing wouldn't have happened. The taking off the gold standard probably wouldn't happened, yes. And And nine eleven probably wouldn't have happened because that's when the foothold of the evil forces of America took hold.
2: Yes. Now, seeing
1: how this is a Christian broadcast, let me let me add a little bit. On April eighth of uh, twenty uh, twenty three, uh, there will be. I'm sorry, 2024, there will be uh, an eclipse. And that eclipse will fall over Dallas, Texas. Now, right out of biblical seven years before, I believe on August 8th, 2017, an eclipse fell over Nashville, Tennessee, which oddly enough has the tallest, largest pagan statue in the United States of America. It is so tall. That in the hand of a statue, it's a six-foot statue of a man. Wow. And that's the biggest symbolism of paganism in the country. The first eclipse, right, August 8th, 2017, falls over Nashville, Tennessee, where that pagan statue is. And the next one, a biblical seven years later, is falling over Dallas, Texas, where I believe the point of no return for our government happened. Yes. Now there were, there were at least eight generals that we know of that were ready to kill Hitler. They were part of an assassination plot because they're like, you know, he's ruining our country. You got to know when to quit and when to move resources somewhere else. But he's so crazy, the guy not doing it. And he says, this is, this is going to destroy our country. And, but the machinery of the Nazi machine had gotten so big, even eight generals could not stop it because there must've been a hundred who were for it. And it's my opinion that the Kennedy assassination is the point of no return. No offense to ourselves or to God, the state of our country I believe is hopeless for the following reason. Number one, technically evil could be overcome but it's not going to happen. Two people are spending a hundred hours uh, a month, or like, what is it? No, it's more than that. It's like eighty hours a week, or something. It's like no, it's like a hundred hours a month, two two and a half work weeks a month watching television, and yeah. another fifty in Facebook <clears throat> a month. Yeah. There's no time. There's no time left over to even spend with your family, much less make the world a better place. Right? Or spending work. Or it spend time re-
0: reading the Bible or spending time with God. You know, I mean, a lot of people uh, that that's what it's yeah. made for. It's made to take, I mean, that's, yeah, that, I mean, I mean, if you look at the biggest picture, it's really about God versus the devil, right? So we have, we have uh, the television taking all your time away, Facebook, social media, the Super Bowl, football, UFC, all this stuff. And then God is over here. So how much real estate does the devil have in your life? All that other stuff is of the devil, obviously. It's not of God. Well, you
1: could think about this. Television was what convinced people Oswald killed Kennedy when he did not. Television is what convinced people that they were on the the moon moon moon. when they were really in New Mexico, right? And television convinced people that planes destroyed the buildings on 9-11 when that's clearly not the case. Three thousand architects say that's impossible. Yes, that a pinhole airplane cannot bring down a skyscraper. All you have to do is look at the Oklahoma City building picture. Half the building is blown away. Did it collapse? No, because it's still a grid and the the remaining half is going to stand firm. In fact, there was an engineer who was interviewed on camera about six weeks before 9-11. And in the interview, he was asked what would happen if a plane hit the World Trade Center. He said nothing. It would be like throwing a pencil through a screen door. You could hit it with 12 airplanes and it wouldn't collapse. And they suckered him into the building on that day. So he wouldn't be around to give a testimony. Mm. Uh, Who's the guy, Kerry Mullis, who invented the, the, you know, what test. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Who, who was a big uh, critic of F-A-C-U-I or however you spell his name. Right. (laughs) Yeah. He died in 2019 of a respiratory illness right before he would be around to criticize what was going on. I think he was poisoned. Of course. Yeah. You know, and the Jesuits are known for
0: poisoning a lot of people. I know that.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. And, And so I, you know, I, I saw Bobby Kennedy Jr. interviewed like three years ago and he could barely talk. I don't know if he had Parkinson's disease or something like that. I think he was poisoned personally. Yeah. Oh, I think what he's, happened.
0: He has a uh, his voice is like really uh it's
1: he's really, gotten he's, better.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, but he he's, 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 he's got had, got a must lot of have a really man. good
1: doctor. Yeah, uh, because he's gotten noticeably better, but when I heard him talk when that illness first hit him three years I I I can't see that happening to a guy that young. I think he was poisoned because he must have been talking about running for Senate or Congress or something, which would lead to the presidency, obviously. And they're trying to make that not possible. So in any case, so basically, uh, we have this information in my book that's not in the film. And so the the thing that's different about the moon landing, I mean, as far as, as best as I can tell the moon landing to keep it a secret, they might have killed about 20 to 25 people, possibly less, possibly less than 15. From what I understand, the John F. Kennedy witness assassination list was like 200 people mm-hmm. to make sure that thing stayed under the carpet.
0: Yeah,
1: And of course, 9 killed 3,000. But the moon landing is different. I mean, whoever killed 3,000 people, they're still dead. Whoever killed Kennedy were robbed of, of him and that alternate destiny of history. But but the moon landing fraud is positive. It, it's it's different. It's a positive yeah. lie. It's yeah. Santa Claus. And I remember guys, when I found out, I remember it crystal clear. When I found out there was no Santa Claus, I cried and cried all night long. Yeah. We'll be taking away candy from the <laughs> <It's public>. terrible <laughs> That's... We'll be taking away candy, the moon landing, the glory of America, the glory of science and giving them a turd instead. And I (laughs) think that will upset people. But more than that, you see, this is why they're really concerned. Not only will that happen and potentially be the finger out of the dike, they'll have to immediately investigate the Apollo one fire that Betty and Scott Grissom, who I interviewed for a total of seven hours, have been saying their whole lives was homicide. And then it will come out. not only did the government take a third of our labor, right? Income tax to fake the moon landing, yeah, they also used that money to hire the CIA agents to murder our neighbors and friends who are going to expose their crime. And the first document of our country is not the Constitution, it's the Declaration of Independence, which says when any government becomes destructive of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, It is the right of the people to alter or abolish it. So we have legal authority to get rid of the federal government if they start killing their own people or taking away their freedom or taking away their opportunity to be happy, all three which have happened. They killed the crew of Apollo 1. And you could add 58,220 Americans without cause because President Kennedy wasn't going to let that happen. They killed him to make it happen they faked the incident the pearl harbor which led to it happening yeah so th- there are many other people they killed which could be proven but they at least killed three We the know gopher, that
0: for a fact the gulf of tonkin is what you meant right the gulf of tonkin
1: that's right yeah it was a false flag who was defense secretary at the time said on his deathbed that never happened the The alleged attack of a North Vietnamese ship ship on an American ship and never happened. We We and the CIA made it up., yep. okay? So and then the the dead man's relatives say that the first crew that was gonna be the first crew to walk on the moon was murdered by the CIA for being whistleblowers. okay? So we have our federal government killing their own people, okay? That's life. They're taking away life. That's been proven. And you can prove it multiple times, but we know at least these three. Then liberty, they use this, you know, what you could call what we've been going through for the last three years, weather, pretty much it's weather. And you don't change the constitution because of weather, because the freedom of speech doesn't end during a hurricane or an earthquake or a volcano. It's irrelevant. Yeah. And whether or not cancer rates are high or low, Right. or people are dying of of the flu or whatever doesn't change the constitution, but they used it as an excuse to do it. If you have to ask permission to open your business permission to go to school permission to go shopping, then you're a slave and not free. Yep. You see that we have the illusion. The best way. I just read a quote yesterday from Huxley who said, paraphrasing, uh, the best form of a dictatorship is a fake democracy where the citizens are actually enslaved, but don't know it. And that's exactly Exactly. what we have (laughs) exactly. Right. And then, so, so we're slaves because if one person can tell another person, you can't open your business, then that person owns the other person. They're their master and the other is a slave. Slavery is illegal. So they've destroyed our life, they're murdering their own people, they destroyed freedom, and they've destroyed the pursuit of happiness. Because if it brings you joy to go to church, and they forbid it, or brings you joy to go to the park or the beach, which they handcuff you and drag you away from going to your own park, right, like a slave who escaped, like a slave who escaped. And then if your joy is opening your business, that's your happiness, then they've robbed you of happiness too. So the Bible says in Revelation that the plagues, which have begun and are likely, you know, there's six more to follow or, or, you know, seven are beginning that they come to encourage people, to prod people to repent, but then it adds, but most people didn't repent, you see? So I believe technically there could be an uprising. The government could be restored to uh, There could be a house cleaning, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think the evil people are too much in control to let that happen. And the Bible seems to indicate this as well. So the new information, this is information, almost all this information is in my book and a lot of it's not in my film. What's in my book that's not in the film, which is at sabrell.com is the deathbed confession of a person who I did not name in the book, because his son was still alive. And just talking to me about this, had government agents come to his house and threatened to kill him and his family less than two years ago, if he spoke to me ever again. Wow. So I did not mention his father's name uh, in the book. Now, his father... I'm mentioning it now because the son has now passed away. Yeah. His name was Cyrus Eugene Akers. He was the chief of security at Cannon Air Force Base in Clovis, New Mexico. And on his deathbed, he confessed that he personally eyewitnessed the faking of the moon landing being filmed at his Air Force Base June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of 1968. Oh. And my father was in the Air Force, and I'd never heard of Cannon Air Force Base. I had to look it up. It's tiny, which is great because there's fewer eyewitnesses. Of course. And then every branch of the military has their Special Ops Intelligence Division. Well, guess where the headquarters of the Special Ops Intelligence Division is of the United States Air Force? (laughs) Cannon Air Force Base. And this guy was the chief of security for the most secure Air Force Base in the world. Wow. Cyrus Eugene Akers. And here's, forgive me, I just get emotional, especially talking to brothers about this. Here's the other part that's not in the book. This was not really all that he confessed on his deathbed. What he really confessed is that he personally murdered a friend who worked Mm. at Cannon Air Force Base to keep it a secret because his friend was going to tell a reporter to tell the world because he thought it was morally wrong. Mm. Now, we don't know that President Johnson, you know, ordered him to do it, or we don't know if he did it of his own initiative as the chief of security to keep the faking of the moon landing fraud a secret. We know he did it. This was what he really wanted to confess on his deathbed. He believed in God. He knew he had taken another human life, which is one of the big 10 not to do. Mm -hmm. And he knew, and it's biblically true, if you confess your sin and make a vow to not do it again, you will enter eternal life. And so he confessed that he murdered somebody. And then he went on to explain that the reason why he did it was to cover up the moon landing fraud, which he eyewitnessed at Cannon Air Force Base June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, standing beside President Johnson, who gave him a list of 15 people who were allowed in the visitor's door to observe. We published that list in my book, which you can get at sabrell.com. Some of these people are still alive, including Buzz Aldrin, who was on that list. And so we know where it was filmed, we know when it was filmed. We even know the CIA code name, which was called Slam Dunk. Because my original source at NASA, who told me it was fake, said that he personally read a memo from Von Braun to the Pentagon that warned them that if they attempt to go with 1960s untried equipment, there's a 99.99% chance they will kill the crew on national TV. It's virtually (laughs) impossible to go the first time you try with this 1960s equipment. And so the way to guarantee a successful mission was to fake it. And you had the Vietnam War going on, which Nixon called the greatest threat to our country was Americans protesting the federal government. Mm. So they gave them something to cheer about. And when you can guarantee, 100% guarantee, the moon missions won't kill anybody. Johnson called it a slam dunk, right? It's easy wow. to, to yeah. go to the moon and back without killing people when you fake it. Of course. So the CIA code name, which I publish in the book, which you can get at Sabrell.com, is called Slam Dunk. That was the code name for the faking of the moon landing. P- apparently, President Johnson personally came up with that. Personally gave Cyrus Eugene Acres a list of VIP visitors who were allowed in witnesses? I got that list. We publish it in the book.
0: I have your and- book. I got to look into it. what I'll do is I'll, I'll research each one of these characters and I like to draw them back to see what secret society or what, what college they went to. You'll see like a lot of them will be going to like, let's say if they went to Yale skull and bones, you'll find out. And then you can track what, what secret society they've been in. And then you can see that they're all in this club together and you're going to, that's, I, I've been doing that lately. And it really, that's what I did with the Kennedy assassination. I started tracking each name individually and find out what college they went to, what secret society they're part of. And then you find out six out of seven of the people on the Warren Commission are, are all uh, Freemasons. And then I went at, like, if okay, so we had Lyndon Johnson, then we had Nixon, and then we had um, uh, Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford. If you look at Gerald Ford's cabinet, You got Dick Cheney, you got Donald Rumsfeld, you got all these evil that you're talking about. That's when it all came, you're right. like It just switched from a total switch. That's when George Bush was the the head of the CIA. We got all these uh, people that were involved in 9-11 as well. Back then that all took power.
1: Yeah, it started to happen uh, during Truman because that's when the CIA was created. Yeah, And in his memoirs, he said, allowing the CIA to be created was the biggest mistake of his presidency. He says they're accountable to no one. They go on national TV and in every newspaper and magazine and boast that they personally overthrew by political insurrection or assassination multiple leaders of democratically elected people throughout the world which is completely illegal unconstitutional not the job of an intelligence agency only the army during wartime and they admit they do it and boast about it and then william Benny worked for the nsa for 30 years he goes on national tv and says that the nsa spies on the private phone conversations, cell phone conversations the Supreme Court justices to get sexual and financial impropriety on them, to blackmail them, to vote the way the intelligence agencies tell them to vote. So it's an established fact. No one disputed it. It's even on MSNBC that Supreme Court justices are being blackmailed, not a single investigation. Why? Because this is the last chapter of my book is what to do about this mess. Because every department of every government agency is appointed by the president, and that should not be allowed. The FBI, Justice Department, FDA should elect their own people from within. It should be illegal for a former pharmaceutical company president to become president of the FDA. That of should course. be illegal because <laughs> yeah. they're approving or not approving drugs. Yeah. And it should be illegal for an FDA president to then go and become a CEO of, of a pharmaceutical company. That should be, because that means he was bribed. Conflict of interest. AM, Total right?
0: conflict of interest for yeah. sure. Yeah. Why yeah. is mm-hmm. that
1: legal? And so the FBI, Justice Department, FBI, FDA, EPA should all elect their own leaders from within. Presidential appointments should not be allowed. Because once we have the presidency corrupted and the moon landing fraud is perfect proof because we had Democratic uh, Democratic Johnson Physically, they're supervising the faking of the moon landing and Republican Nixon giving it the thumbs up. And the Congress and the Senate didn't vote to fake the moon landing, right? They faked it anyway. So voting for your representatives is totally pointless. We had 90% (laughs) of Americans want GMO labeling, 90%, 90% of Americans haven't agreed on anything in decades And the president vetoed it and went with the corporations. Now, a 51% is supposed to be a democracy, but even 90% cannot have their way. You Mm -hmm. see? So the CIA started during Truman, and then Eisenhower comes along, and he, on his, you know, quote, deathbed in office, which was January 19th, 1961, warned the world beware of dark forces and our government taking over. The guy was afraid to say it for eight years. And military industrial Yeah. yeah. So it must have have scared him. Otherwise, he would have immediately cleaned house. He must have thought that even during his term during the 50s, that if he tried, he would fail and be killed. So he warned on his last day in office. And then Kennedy tried to do something about it. And look what happened to him. Ask Bernie Sanders or Ron Paul if an outsider can rise to the top. It's not possible. Even
0: if you do get the the primary votes, they still take it from you and and give it to somebody else. It's like,
1: he made it. Yeah, that should be illegal. Basically, Bernie Sanders got more votes than Clinton, two to one, and yet she got more delegates anyway. Yeah, And the Democratic Party said, well, that's legal because it's a private club and we can do it, count the votes any way we want. But I don't see how that could be legal. As far as I know, during a primary, they're using voting machines from the government, right? Yeah, yeah. And the voting commission is supervising the election. So it's a government election. So that's illegal, period. And yeah. then the strange thing, a guy just leaks, what is it, Seth Rich leaks that it's rigged to give Clinton the nomination, to, no matter how many votes, greater votes go to Sanders. And they, the FBI investigates the leak of the corruption rather than the corruption. Yes. Do you realize that? They go after how was this leaked rather than why is this corruption going on? Mm-hmm. That's what the resources of the FBI are being used for because the president of the FBI is a presidential appointment from a corrupt president, right? (laughs) There are many honorable people in in the FBI, maybe and likely the majority. And they're told, if you investigate this senator who's on our payroll, you will be fired. Mm -hmm. Of course. And so when the manager of McDonald's says, drop a basket of fries, you don't say I'm going to do hamburgers. You say, yes, sir. I've been in the army. I know how it is. Yeah. They tell you (laughs) to move, you
0: move. And you're on a need to know basis too. So when people say, there's no way they could fake something. It's like, I'm on a, when I was feeling helicopters, you got to think about it guys. I'm feeling helicopters. All I'm told to do is when I hear this noise of helicopters coming in, I go out to the field. I feel the helicopter. It leaves. I don't know if that helicopter, the Apache, is going to go kill hundred people, 500 people. I have no clue. All I know is to go out there and feel that helicopter. So Stuff can easily well, be what, fake because people are on a need to know basis, and you just don't ask questions; you just follow rules, and that's the way it works in the army. And I mean, and in it's so easy with the military. military.
1: Yeah, it's so easy with the military. Well, that's why. Well, yeah, I mean, there were 145,000 people involved in making the first atomic bomb, and only eight knew what they were making. And faking of the moon landing was so easy. There's no independent press coverage.
0: Yeah. Once they, the rocket
1: goes up, there's no way of proving where they are or aren't. <laughs> It just And goes if like they this. say this TV picture <laughs> right is uh, going, uh, you know, coming from the moon, there's no way to And In New, it New it. Mexico, it's there ain't right? nobody
0: in New Mexico uh, at that so, time. So yeah.
1: it's very easy to fake, believe it. And people were predisposed to wanting to believe it. And who knew the government would be so corrupt to arrogantly fake the greatest scientific accomplishment of mankind on live television, which they did. So remember remember doubting people you know every newspaper every tv station every magazine said men were on the moon when they were in new mexico and just because every tv station and every newspaper says there's a buggy you know virus going around and this medicine is good for you doesn't mean it's true no, because no, no, no. the cia you controls the smell. media the mockboard media and Bernstein, yeah yeah they found a document of the cia in 1975 that said at that time, 400 journalists were on the CIA payroll. They were at every wire service, every TV station, every major newspaper. They were completely covered. And that's pretty dangerous. And so we have these same people or their apprentices running the government, and they won't let go. Now, here's the interesting thing. The moon, if the moon landing fraud comes out, it's just what the doctor ordered to bring all of that down. That's why they're so concerned. That's why they're they're still threatening people with death less than two years ago for just talking to me about their relative being participating in the moon landing fraud, right? Yeah. Because not only does it give take away candy and give people a turd, which will upset them more than, well, who killed Kennedy all those years ago or who did 9-11. Yeah they, it means they also murdered the crew of the Apollo 1 fire. They're intentionally murdering honest people who are trying to expose their crimes. And it also means because they did 9-11 and 3,000, it's not my opinion, it's it's the opinion I'm sharing The 3,000 professionals who say so, right? They, 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 they told NORAD that they were doing an exercise that day of the World Trade Centers being hit by airplanes. Now, the likelihood of that being a coincidence happening, the very scenario of an exercise actually randomly taking place at the very same moment in time, I don't know, is about one10 trillion to one, I guess. How can people in the military not know that the World Trade Center buildings going down was done by, you know, people in power in the federal government? And yeah. you know, likely, the someone in the administration, let me just put it that way, that was going on. And probably not Bush Jr. for uh, one. Yeah. A- and maybe look at other people close to and figure it out. Mm, of course. I don't want to accuse somebody I can't prove. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I. Does I, the I order imagine.
0: still stand? And he's like, yes, the order well, still stands. Well, what that means
1: enough. is, you know, the planes were told to stand down. Either drones hit the building or hologram you know, video. Fake video footage did it, who, who knows? I mean, when I first heard that, I'm, I'm the conspiracy, we didn't go to the moon guy. When I first heard, I can't help myself, planes didn't even hit it. I'm like, oh, give me a break. And then I look at the footage and I'm like, oh my gosh, it looks yeah. like CGI. Yeah. I yeah. saw one footage of a silver ball, the size of an automobile flying through the sky, some weapon I've never heard of or seen, going through the building. And that's what actually hit it to cause an in and out explosion. Mm. And then they apparently put a plane on top of that. I mean, it boggles yeah. the mind. They're it doing all, a lot. I mean, what is what is the moon landing fraud except fake TV images? And this is why I warn people who know the moon landing fraud is fake, but still believe in UFOs. I'm like, wait a minute. The reason why people believe in UFOs <clears throat> is because of the Mars pictures of a face and a pyramid which were made by NASA, who also gave you pictures of men on the moon who were in New Mexico. (laughs) So you see what I'm saying? They could leak out, they could create a face in Pyramid on Mars because they want people to believe in aliens for some nefarious reason. After all, Edgar Mitchell, whose son threatened to kill me by the CIA, spent his whole life, Edgar Mitchell did, saying the moon landings are real and aliens are real. You see? Of course,
0: of course. And yeah. I
1: bet they're about as real as each other. There's yeah. <laughs> a big push to get us to believe in aliens. And I there's an article I wrote, took me a couple of hundred hours to research and write it, sabrell.com, scroll down halfway, that talks about how mathematically and scientifically, actually, there probably are not aliens anywhere. There shouldn't even be life on earth. It's not, it's not abundant. It's so rare it must mean intentional creation. And in fact, I go into this in the article and it's you know like a 10 page article. About 15 years ago, they did a biological blood sample of every nationality they could find, Eskimos and Africans and Swedes. And they used the DNA technology to trace it backwards. And they went back and back and back and back. And it ended with one woman and no one before her, no evolution. They said, boom, this woman just appeared. And every human being who has ever lived or is alive or will ever be alive came from this one woman They even nicknamed her Eve. They mm-hmm. said, this is science. It's not biblical. It's science. It happens to be biblical simultaneously. Yeah. So guess what the you know Luciferian God deniers did? They're like, well, we got a problem here because science just proved that all humans on earth came from one woman and there was no evolution before her so how are we going to deal with this so they came up with this theory that we were put here by aliens the and I the, this, it's
0: called the seed theory is that what's it called it's called the seed theory it's it's,
1: oh, it's the seed theory okay and, and so uh, richard that Dawkins. came about that came richard. about because of the eve project primarily <laughs> yeah and so basically I thought that show Ancient Aliens was a one-time special, like my Jeez. movie, you know, yeah, but, it's, but it's like a three-year-long series, and I'm thinking, if I were a third grader, I would ask episode one, okay, if we were made by aliens, then who made them? And they never yeah. asked that a single time in three and a half years, and then it gets worse, Okay. So if aliens are really fallen angels, which is what I believe, and you guys mm-hmm. may believe the same thing, of course, of course, yeah. Because when people meet with them, they say that you know, in the military, like at Edwards Air Force Base, Eisenhower, if that happened, which it could have happened, I think it could have happened. Yeah. Uh, they say they're liars. They lie, 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 lie. Well, what is, what is the devil known for? The father <laughs> of lies, deceiver. Yeah. Okay. What is the great accomplishment of mankind? Putting a man on the moon, a lie. What does Apollo mean? Lie. you know what I mean? It means (laughs) deception, Lucifer, right? Saturn, the Saturn flies. That that (laughs) this is a lie right in front of everybody. Well, so if they're saying we were made by aliens and if aliens are really fallen angels and their leader is Lucifer, what they're really saying is that humanity was made by Lucifer instead of God that's what they do that's actually it's what they're Gnostic. saying and that, it's called that's called yeah yeah that that lucifer wanted to ascend to the place of god and to take god's glory and that's what they're saying they're saying lucifer made mankind instead of god how about yeah. that
0: that's exactly that's a great way to connect it and yeah it's um it is, it's, that's Gnosticism straight up, you know, and, and they've been pushing that plus the new age and, and those two together now are just, is, is, is all throughout everything you see in the media, TV, television, everything you're seeing that being pushed and Luciferian obviously, um, as well, but they, they all connect together. But, um, yeah. So, um, I was going to ask you, uh, as far as on the moon landing, who was the first person do you know that publicly challenged the moon landing? Like who was, where did it, where did like. Who was the, do you know who the first person was that came out? Was it, was it, there was
1: a, a well, uh, no, I think it was Bill Casey, who was my primary source. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's who it was. That's what I was wondering. Um, Basically, they did a survey actually in 1969. Do you think the moon landing is real or not? What? They did? Yeah. And 10% 10 thought it was fake. Interesting tithe 10%, 10% yeah. awake. Wow. I heard it was even preached by some pulpits not to believe it. So basically, you know, I believe they were real, like everybody else. I don't know how many people out there had a shrine in their home of 20 nine by 12 color prints of Apollo 11 on their wall for 10 years. Yeah. Seeing them 3,650 times thinking they were real. Then as a 14-year-old, I saw Bill Casey on TV saying they're fake. And I'm like, oh, I'm an open-minded 14-year-old, right? Oh, never thought of that. Let me look at the pictures. And then I instantly see, because I'm looking at them critically, the soil is brown, the background is blue. They since corrected it, it made them both blue. And you can see a straight line going across where the backdrop is. I'm like, oh, huh, how about that? <laughs> then another 10 years go by. I become a filmmaker and I'm editing a program for the TV show producer I saw 10 years earlier. And I'm like, do you remember that guy on your show who said we didn't go to the moon? What's his name? I'd like to track him down and talk to him about this. And he says, I don't remember. And call the San Francisco office. So I call him up and they said, Mr. Sabrell, if you had called just two days later, we wouldn't be able to tell you the answer because we d- were deleting 10-year-old archives, throwing them in the garbage. He called just in the nick of time, Bill Casey. I call him up. He says, uh, you know, he's the one who had super high security clearance to edit the grammar of Von Braun, who didn't speak English well, to polish it up. And the Pentagon people who weren't that well educated in grammar, polish up for, for the record, even if it's classified record, it'd look a little better. That's why he saw all these classified documents saying the moon landings are fake, or I'm sorry, were, you know, not likely to happen. And therefore they did fake them. Okay. And so when I talk to him and track him down, he's like, Oh, Bart, you're a filmmaker. You should make a film about it. I'm like, Let me think about it. And then I start looking into it, and the shadows intersect when they should be parallel, which can't be duplicated in sunlight, like they claim. Two of the three astronauts on the most famous mission refused to talk about it. The administrator of NASA resigns days before the first mission without explanation. Why would he do that? The Soviets had five times the man hours in space. They did every single space milestone first. Huh. I'm thinking, you know, this could have been faked. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, then I think, you know, if I start looking into this, it could be dangerous. So I actually turned down the project. I said, look, I'm a liar. Everybody's a liar. I'm not going to risk my life for what Nixon did, you know, decades ago. So I yeah. said, no, thank you. Then another client of mine is a famous Christian musician. And they said, hey, they'll get one of my screenplays to a famous producer if I do them a favor. And I'm like, oh, what favor? They said, read the Bible. So I got a one-year Bible, and I started reading June 3rd, 1989, the day the guy stood in front of the tanks in China. And over the next five years, because it divides the Bible into January one, January 2nd, all the way to December 31st. Over the next five years, I was very disciplined. I read it five times from cover to cover over the next five years. I still wasn't a Christian, but it developed in me a a belief in right or wrong, Mm -hmm. light and darkness, truth and lies, and a judgment to come. A judgment to come only kind of makes sense if you really think about it. Yeah. And I realized, first of all, if they faked going to the moon, that's actually more profound historically than if they had actually gone. You see the two possibilities? They flew to Iraq, they planted a flag, they came back. Okay, that's one possibility. Or they deceived the whole world. They printed it in encyclopedias. They printed it on coins. They had ticker tape parades for them. They gave them medals of honor for lying. They embezzled $200 billion, and they murdered their own people to keep it a secret. If that's true, that's much more historically significant than if they had actually gone. When I realized this could be true, and that there is right or wrong, and that I'm going to die anyway, I said, this is worth risking my life for. This is an important truth, if true. And then days later, I meet a millionaire who builds rockets, who knows it's fake, who gives me the money to make the movies. How about that? God is great. That's I know. And then, you know, what I wanted to say, Josh and Jason, Mm -hmm. is that the, the main reason why I changed my mind, you know how I remember. I don't know if you've ever been in an, I used to explore condemned buildings as a kid, you know, um, and at one, there's like this stink and it's like a dead cat in the wall or something, you know, <laughs> and, and death has a smell. Yeah. It's not so much gross. Exactly. It's not to the point of gagging. You know, I think vomit probably smells worse than that, but <laughs> it, it's unpleasant and it's distinctive and certain churches I've been to have a spiritual smell you just your your spirit senses it something unholy yeah whether it's you know people literally kissing the feet of statues which the second commandment says not to do of course or repeating the same prayer 10 times and then you'll be forgiven or whatever the weird thing is yeah or the priest looking at you like he's attracted to you you yeah. know some something uh this moon landing event had a smell to it a spiritual smell i'm like something just i I know the shadows intersect i know they won't give interviews i know the guy resigned i know something looks wrong but just there's something spiritual about this that's why i open up my film a funny thing happened on the way to the moon which you can see for free at sabrell.com
0: awesome film i love it yeah
1: with a scripture Yeah, where there is pride, then comes disgrace. And then we show the Tower of Babel, which until a couple of hundred years ago for five to 6000 years, the greatest technological achievement of mankind until 200 years ago was the tallest building. And so the Bible says they built the Tower of Babel to show off, to show off to be taller than the neighboring nations building to make a name for ourselves to be famous. Mm. Right. Never finished. Then Thousands of years go by. Mankind builds the single largest machine ever built, the Titanic. And they put in posters the ship that God himself could not sink. That's the second thing I show at the beginning of my film. And then Tricky Dick Nixon, who knew they were not there, said, nevertheless, putting a man on the moon was the greatest event since creation. Yeah. See? And never happened either. You see, never one voyage. Tower never finished. Greatest event since creation never happened. I believe, my belief, not my logical belief, my my faithful belief. My logical belief is that the truth will never come out in this lifetime. My faithful belief is that it's going to come out. And it's going to come out in the last days by God's own doing. Mm. Because... God wants maybe one big rebuke and one big encouragement, my bo- my poetic belief is, before the end of time. Mm. You know, James Irwin, Apollo 15 astronaut, called up Bill Casey before I hit the scene, right? Imagine I'm getting a call and I say, I got to take this, it's Buzz Aldrin. You know, I have his number <laughs> on my phone, actually. <laughs> and he's calling up saying, we need to talk. You know, what do you think that's going to be about, right? Yeah. So in August of 91, the chief investigator, Bill Casey, and on Oprah Winfrey saying we didn't go to the moon, wrote a book, we never went to the moon. He gets a call from an Apollo astronaut. Apollo astronaut tracked him down. And you know what he says? He says, I become a born again Christian. Hmm. Just was baptized. And we need to have a talk about your book he says, I'm concerned for my safety. Call me at this number three days from now on that day he has a fatal heart attack.
0: Oh, my you gosh. See? Wow. And so, CIA CIA can obviously do that as well, guys. Okay. There's like an ice thing oh, that you shoot in your neck. And they said they they actually, in Congress, they said they have something they could shoot you in the neck. It's ice. And you have a heart attack. And then the ice melts. So you
1: won't even know what even happened. The guy <laughs> is in the circle before he died. James Irwin. Yeah. In that water crude little circle because I'm I'm sure you've seen the Simpsons episode where 9-11 is in the background with the World Trade Centers, yeah. like 10 years before it happens, and yes. I just it's crazy. It's totally bizarre. There's something when you're up there in the celebrity military, political world leaders inner circle. Yeah. He gained access to Mount Ararat. James Irwin did in search of Noah's Ark. So imagine this. Now, where they think Noah's Ark is, a little side note, the shape that looks like a traditional boat, I don't think that's it. That's a natural outcropping, and they're wanting, their itching eyes are wanting to see it. Not yeah. that it's not there somewhere. I think I know the exact location of it. Hmm. And it's based on the testimony of an eyewitness who's someone who saw it as a teenager in like 1912. Wow. And he said exactly where it was, and it's not at the top of a mountain. It's in the bottom of a gorge hmm. because it slid down, it's broken in two pieces. He described it in a great detail. Wow. I believe okay. him. I looked in his eyes and I believe him. The point is, let's just say, for example, Noah's Ark is publicly found, just like the Eve project. They they say everyone came from one woman, no one before her. You know, you can believe that or ancient aliens, your choice. What if somehow global warming, earthquake? something noah's ark in the last days as a last encouragement from god becomes visible in front of all people if noah's ark was not there they would love tourists to come spend your money look for it good have fun (laughs) but it's the opposite is true they're very strict they don't want people to find it because if you find it It means God is true, the Bible is true, and repentance before judgment is true. And they don't don't want want people to repent.
0: Of course not.
1: So imagine it's found in the last days. And you can still deny the Bible if you want, just like the college professor told me. Even if he heard one of the astronauts confess the moon missions were fake, he'd still think he walked on the moon anyway. And what if... God allows the moon landing fraud to come out in the last days. Imagine what that would be like. Just imagine it for a moment. We're talking leisurely. We're phone calls. Your wife comes in. You got to stop. Turn on the TV. And it's Buzz Aldrin tearfully confessing the moon missions were fake. What would that be like? It would be dead silence in the world for a moment. Dead silence. It would be like a glass of cold water in your face. You you wake up and you realize, oh my gosh, I've been sleepwalking my whole life. And oh my gosh, there's a cliff one foot in front of me.
0: (laughs) That's exactly true, yeah.
1: That's what it would be like. And that's what the evil people who run the world are afraid of. It, It may very well bring down the United States of America as we know it. And may very well crush the dollar and crash the stock market. Things which they might actually want to happen. Yeah. But but those things are still good. If you pop a boil, you know, green pus comes out, but then the, the limb is healed and no longer hurts. You see, if you don't cut off that boil or that gangrene limb, the whole body will die. It's messy. The dollar would crash, the stock market may crash. All that may happen. We may be the ridicule of the world. But if that's what it takes, humbling, right? Humble before God so that he may lift you up. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Amen. Humble yes. is admitting you are wrong and being willing to be wrong. And pride is simply the unwillingness to be wrong. Why? Uh, have have all this proof came out about this certain little episode we've been going on for three years that the medicine is really not good for you. Mm. And yet there's been very few public declarations about it, even though people know it anyway, because they're afraid to look bad. They're afraid to be a doctor and say I was wrong. They're afraid to be a medical institution and say I was wrong. You see, they're they're afraid to be wrong, which is pride.
0: Yeah. And they also get their, they also get their license revoked for, for certain things as well. They, they put a lot of restrictions on, on them to be able to even speak about it. So, and it's like you choose your, your job or do you choose your family or do you, or do you choose to tell the truth? And that's for some people that's, that's the, obviously making that kind of money is, is very hard for them, you know? So they put yeah, a lot I, of restrictions.
1: I I was at just a few months ago at my heart doctor's office where I had, you know, non-invasive heart surgery, so to speak, you know, through a vein and poking and going in my heart from through a vein in my leg. And uh, they insist that I wear a mask and I'm like, you know, that's going to put 20% less oxygen to my heart. And you're a heart doctor. How can you knowingly do that? And they, and he said, well, If we don't make everyone wear a mask, even after the mask mandate was lifted in my city. They said, if we don't do this, we don't get money from the government. Mm. And I wrote him a letter and I gave him seven videos proving this little thing going on for the last three years is not true and that the masks don't work and so forth and so on. And maybe I shouldn't even say M-A-S-K-S, I should spell it, but (laughs) And I said, look, what you're doing is saying you're knowingly doing wrong for money. Isn't that what a criminal does? Yeah, for that sure. you normally, normally doing wrong. And I said, you need to rethink that. Yeah, because they you'll have tired." Then And he claims to be a Christian. And I think in his heart, he is a Christian. But <sighs> iron sharpens iron. And if I'm doing something wrong, God, I, I hope you help me. Of course. you know If you yeah. see me drunk or cursing or... Flirting. Yep. I hope you have the guts to get in my face and say stop. You got to, yeah. You got to because that. I'm his. Because I believe he he really loves God. I'm like, look, you you, you can't do this. You have yeah. to. If you get fired, that's making less money and being right with God is more important. Of
0: course, hundred percent. You, know? 100%. you yeah. can't
1: injure people by depriving them of oxygen. The heart twenty. I mean, you might as well say, why not take twenty percent of everyone's blood out every day? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the same as depriving people of, more, of 20% of their oxygen every day. It's so mind-bogglingly unhealthy for you. When I think of, of institutions doing it anyway that claim to be promoting medicine, I'm like, wow, we are, we are in the dark ages. We really are. Yeah. And, and we do not have the best health care in the world. That's a lie. Yeah. Just like we're the land of the free, we are the land of the slaves. Just like Huxley said, the best slavery system is a fake democracy with people enslaved and not even knowing it. Yeah. 70% of Americans are on prescription medicine. So, you know what that means? 70% of Americans are sick. Is there any country in the entire world that has 70% of the population sick all the time? Whatever that country is, has the worst healthcare in the world, not the best. We're being told the exact opposite of the truth right out in the open. Not only is it a statistical fact, 70% of Americans are sick because they're taking medicine, that means they're sick, right? (laughs) Then if you remove cancer and heart disease from statistics, the third leading cause of death, statistical fact is medical malpractice. Wow. You combine that with 70% of the population being sick. That's absolutely the worst health care in the world. And the citizens are being told that they have the <laughs> best healthcare in the world when it's statistically proven it's the absolute worst.
0: Yeah. And they have all the commercials uh that were really, really, aren't we the only country that were allowed to have the pharmaceutical commercials like that on on TV, like advertising? I well, know this- I know.
1: I in in Great Britain, genetically modified food, and maybe I shouldn't even say that. <laughs> You know what should i say scientifically altered we're,
0: we're already food. screwed this episode already we're, i mean we're
1: gonna do our best <laughs> no I'm, I'm trying to do pretty good because they scan the audio that scientifically <laughs> altered food is illegal in great britain do you realize that it's illegal well, you cannot have scientifically altered food for sale in any store in great britain well, and how there many- are 17 other ingredients that if you put them in food in singapore there's a minimum sentence of 15 years in wow. prison for putting them in food in Singapore, but in America, it's perfectly fine. One of them is plastic that happens to be di- biodegradable, so they consider it edible. That's made of filler and pizza cheese that Domino's uses. You know? <laughs> so we
0: have also there's like Pop-Tarts is illegal in all these different countries. Uh I rules. love pop That's
1: my Under- <laughs> chocolate ones with icing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm just giving you an example. There's like there's all these different um things that are illegal in other countries mm-hmm. that America has sells, but all these other countries, you can't sell this. Uh, mac, I think Everything. macaroni and cheese was one. There was a whole bunch of things that other countries, it's totally illegal, but here we it's all approved through the FDA. They could sell it. So
1: this this is proof. This is proof that, you know, at my podcast, I do two podcasts, a weekly summary of alternative media outlets, and a second one called In Times Church, more like a church, a message about whatever. My first episode, it just came out. You can go to the link underneath your video. I basically open up the first five minutes by saying, you know, every religion has something right. You know, that religion that I criticized earlier of statue kissing and things like that. They taught me the fear of God and the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. And then another church that knew my girlfriend and I were having sex and sleeping around not married, never called us on it. They did teach love, though, love and grace. And then another church taught Jesus. What is Jesus is everything. Jesus every week, not just on Christmas and Easter. Jesus every week. And then another church taught me about the end times, you see, yeah. and think about this, even the Muslims ha- have truce, uh, because in their country, let's say Saudi Arabia, pornography is illegal. Yep. And alcohol it's is illegal. illegal. You, they don't even have it anywhere. Like in Kuwait,
0: they have it, like you could find it, but it's like on the black black market, and you're going to get you're going to get demolished if you have it. So
1: and the, I think the way it
0: was very, yeah, you can't get any alcohol. Yeah, and there The, at all the alcohol.
1: Bible says <laughs> be sober and you can't do that when you're drinking. Of and course. the Bible says, once you're converted, once you're saved, once you're born again, you're a priest. And it says in the Old Testament, priests are not to drink. So there you go. And yeah, it's 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 secular, constitutionally correct to allow pornography and to allow drinking. And God gives us free will. So we should give free will to everybody. I, I'm actually for God forgive me, please forgive me the legalization of all drugs. At least take it out of you know people killing each other for it, you know in Mexico or gangs or whatever. Yeah. Tax tax it tax it fifty percent. Give an ID card and you can have one you know gram of coke a week or one hit of ecstasy <laughs> a week, and it's only illegal if you sell your allotment to someone else. Yeah. And because here are the three groups of alcohol: people who never drink. People who drink, quote, moderately, and I think there was a time in my life where I theoretically did that, and then people who, once they drink, they're addicted for life and it ruins their life, So, which means if you take away the group that doesn't drink, if you take your first drink, there's a 50% chance it will ruin the rest of your life. Now, would God condone that? Would God, at the end of a wedding, make drunk people even drunker, or was he purifying water that couldn't be trusted with grape juice? which the King James refers to as wine or fruit of the vine, you see? And so the Muslims know better. I mean, yeah, yeah, I I remember, guys, and see now we're on the Bible thing. I remember, let me confess my sin, right? I remember the first time I bought a a pornography tape, VHS, I pop it in. The very first thing is the American flag blowing in the wind. God bless freedom (laughs) of speech.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. So, (laughs) <laughs> but I was going to say something there. Ah, oh, you said something. I was going to say something. Um, we were on the alcohol thing. Oh man, I can't remember. I just, I just went blank. I had something well, to say about, about the that.
1: Muslims, every religion doing something, oh, right?
0: What it is, is the devil gives you, you know, 85% truth, 15% lie, 90% truth, 10% lie. As long as that lies in there, he's okay. You know, you're not worshiping hundred percent. So that's, uh, that's just how it is. And even like Jehovah's witness too, Jehovah's witness, they're not celebrating Christmas. Uh, they're not celebrating Easter. They're not celebrating certain holidays that if you go back and look, they're pagan but holidays they're doing anyway, Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So everybody's got some problems. Calvary Chapel. They also have issues every, every, you're going to find issues everywhere, you know, because, uh, but you're not going to find issues if you just stick to the Bible. But like you said, it is good to listen to different sermons and also listen to people debate, maybe find out exactly, you know, that way you can just sift through all the stuff and, and then read the Bible yourself, like you said, and then you're going to find the truth. And uh, that's, that's how it works. You don't just have your pastor teach you, only let's say he's a Pentecostal uh, pastor. He's only going to teach you Pentecostal stuff. He's got a board of representatives telling him you can't talk about this, can't talk about that. You're only going to get that message from him. But when you read the Bible yourself and you study the Word, and then you also listen to other sermons from all these different people, and you listen to debates, and you just totally just pray uh, and you're and you're one with God. I mean, you're going to be a, a lot more equipped for this, you know, than than if you just have a pastor teaching you on Sundays. One guy that, you know, who knows if he's even getting it from the Holy Spirit, he could be doing the stuff you were talking about, whether, you know, who knows, man. I try to read
1: my Bible every day so far. And forgive me if I'm boasting. I've read it more than nine times from cover to cover. That's not because I'm smart, not because I I know it because I need it so desperately. Yes. Uh, Imagine taking a shower once and then never again. I don't think you'd have many friends and possibly not a wife very often. (laughs) For sure. Well, you have to continually bathe and you have to continually put the word of God in your mind. And I read it over and over again because I'm such a sinner. That if I stop reading one day, two days, three days and start drifting, my eyes start drifting. It's amazing. If I read my Bible every day, one preacher told me this. We're both married, right? Yes. Okay.
0: All of us are married. A
1: great great (laughs) preacher told me uh the first look you know lady jogger you know you notice it when summer hits and everyone's in shorts right (laughs) the first the first look you can't help it's the second look you're responsible for right yeah exactly and when i when i'm reading my bible every day i'm pretty disciplined i i i I don't look a second time i'm i'm I'm, i've got that i've got that rhythm going you know that spiritual rhythm Drift five days without reading my Bible, maybe a second look, third, third—that's it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. all from not reading my Bible. Yeah, and it says, and I think Isaiah, the Word of God will do its intended purpose. It will not be sown and come up void without a plant. It will do it. It's living and active, powerful than any sharper edged door, sword. Yes. Right, double edged it sword. It's yes, different. It's different when I share my opinion you know here here's why i think this politician is honest or crooked or here's my opinion about the moon landing or even here's my opinion about god when it's divinely inspired yes. it's different yes. it's like going from a guitar that's mostly in tune to going to a guitar in tune yes certain animals won't notice a note if it's out of tune but you get that note in tune and boom it's different when these are the very thoughts and words of god <laughs> now One of the things that was pointed out in the film Amadeus, beautiful, brilliant film, by the way, Mm -hmm. was when Salieri saw Mozart's, you know, pages, it's like, well, you know, uh, can I keep this copy? And they're like, no, no, that's the original. It's like, how can it be? There's not a single correction. And he basically, Mozart said, he writes down what he hears from divine inspiration. And when I wrote my recent screenplay, I was crying and laughing while I'm writing it, literally not seeing the screen, but seeing the visualization of what's coming to my mind. So if Mozart can be divinely inspired, then surely the 12 apostles who walked with Jesus, right? So you can trust the Bible. And when you read it for yourself, it's pretty simple. And there's so much unflattering things said about every hero in the Bible committing adultery and murder that they would edit that out If they were really polishing it up, and when you read it for yourself, it's just simple. It's basically, you know, be kind to other people, and here's the best ways to do it, and here's examples of people blowing it. You know, try Mm -hmm. not to do it that way. Try to do it this way. It's simple, and it. I believe it. It is the Word of God, and God's not going to give us like the Monopoly board without rules. He's not going to give us life without a standard. Otherwise, it's my standard yeah and I'll make uh however many beers my standard until I want one more beer, and then that'll be my standard <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah and and then Jesus is the, <laughs> Jesus
0: is the blueprint, you know for us. so yeah, it's uh we did he definitely laid it out for us perfect. um so we're getting we're getting to almost an hour and a half, which we keep our show usually about to an hour and a half. so um it's we're at ten twenty two I think we started at nine. so um I think we went over I mean this show was action-packed with a lot of information. And I loved how you just kept continuing going and we would go back to JFK, Moon Landing, just to show you guys that that little section of time right there, go back and study who was in power. I also suggest you guys go and check out who was the chief of staff, who was on uh, Lyndon Johnson's um, chief, or what is it? Um, sorry, what is it called? When the, the White House staff find out chief of staff find out exactly who was part of that also go to the next which is Richard Nixon you know and then you see Lyndon Johnson you start finding these names come up of people that are that came in power in 2001 that and and when you start cross-referencing these people you see that they went to Yale they went to Harvard they went to like even secret societies in high school I studied that as well it's like these people are coming. It's like an. It's basically like I think all these colleges. What they what they have is they they tap eleven people, and I think it's like an Illuminati draft pick where they just pick all these people that are the most uh, influential that that go to these big colleges, Ivy League schools, or even regular USC and stuff. And they get these people, and then they just take them, bring them into power, and they know they're going to be part of the plan, right? The New World Order plan, and they're going to be part of the system that. Bart was was so uh, intelligent to think of exactly when that that happened, that Kennedy assassination. You see that that the tides turned and you see the new world order just started moving forward. And even the last three years, you see they're lined up their chess pieces and they're moving. And Bart was also talking about the seven plagues. Now we have seven seals. Then we have the seven trumpets and then we have the seven plagues. So Revelation, study it, guys. The end times we do believe are here and that and the birth pains are getting they're getting very close. They're getting closer. Okay. Yeah. And that
1: seven year period between the two eclipses is going to be here a year from April. And my personal opinion is that's, that's a probationary period. Yeah. And revelation says the plagues come, but people don't repent anyway. And even though the nation could repent, it theoretically could happen. I don't think biblically or logically it's going to happen, which means Right around that eclipse time, a little before after something something's going to hit the fan, uh, and that's it. That's yeah. what I believe it is. The the biggest statue, pagan statue, at the first eclipse, and the point of no return for this government that once followed God, and, yeah. and it can no longer be stopped. It's a Nazi machine, too big for one person to stop the tank from rolling over him. Yeah. And one of the people on that list you might look into. His name was Robert Eminaker. Okay, and I think the the list is around page 156. I have or your so. book,
0: so I'll, I'm going to look in there. Uh, I'll find out that list, and, I'll, and I'm going to look into
1: all of and them. And this is this is a man that Johnson personally picked as as uh, qualifying for eyewitnessing the faking of the moon landing. He spent his whole life saying the moon landings are real, and he spent his whole life saying UFOs are real with you know yeah. leaked information or film I saw, but I can't show you. Yeah. And I think he's part of that scam as well. Of so. Course. You know, when I first made a funny thing happen on the way to the moon, there were all these kind of, I don't know, community access TV quality films about how we didn't go to the moon. And my, my intent was to take the best information of all of them to put it together in a professional way, summarizing the best points. That's what I believe I've done in the book Moon Man, that if you want to convince somebody that the moon missions are fake or open their eyes. I've done the best summary that I could possibly do, including 16 interactive video links. So if you, if there's someone who has an open mind, if you've gotten the book yourself, you could give it to them or get one for them. And I, I've been reading my reviews of my own book and it's amazing how many people changed their mind after reading the book and watching the films. Of that course. they used to believe they were real and now they know better. I'm the of same course, one. Of course, man. Yeah. No, I had a shrine of Apollo 11 on my wall yeah. and I, I just was willing to be wrong. And I'm like, I just want to know the truth, good or bad. And every, every a chapter ends with a quote. And one I put in there toward the beginning is actually from Men in Black Three. It says, The bitterest truth is better than the sweetest lie. <laughs> yeah. And the Bible says that, have I become your enemy for telling your truth and that a true friend, you know, will tell you the truth instead of multiplying flattery, right?
0: Mm. Yeah. Amen. So thank you so much, Bart. This was an amazing episode. I think uh, people are going to definitely appreciate it. Please check out his book. Um, I, I I wish I would have brought the well, go to BartSabril.com. I usually I show the book, you know, to, to everybody. Yeah, just
1: Sabrell.com. I, go to Sabrell.com. Actually, okay. both both get you there, but it's just yeah, Sabrell.com unless just you want to type it all.
0: Yeah, just put Sabrell.com and uh, check out his book, check out his documentaries. Also, was uh, A- astronauts gone wild is another one you guys want to check out because he puts them. I mean, he puts them on the spot and he's and he and the, and he has like all these astronauts he's interviewing. He also gets uh, punched by Buzz Aldrin, which I mean, not a lot of people can say that. Uh it's an amazing, uh, uh amazing information, guys. And this podcast, I really appreciated it. But just like we always do, we, we gotta end it in prayer. Jason, any last words before you get off? Oh no, thanks for coming on. Martin, this is a good show. Sure. Sorry to talk to much. I'm just trying to listen to everything. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of information. I was listening to trying to, you know, I, I mean, that's uh, there's some some amazing stuff. So all right, so we'll end this in prayer. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, first off, I just want to ask you to protect. Bart Sabrell, Lord, um, you want us to expose evil. You say it in Ephesians. You know, we know that uh, we're going against principalities of evil. Uh, We wrestle not against flesh and blood, uh, but principalities of evil. And we were kind of exposing them in this show. So I just want to see if you could just put a legion of angels around him, wherever he's located at this moment. Um, Also, if you could please have a lot of people, you know, look into the, his book that way they can, they can, they can find out the truth. I mean, we believe that this is the truth. I'm 100% convinced. And I know Lord, you know, the truth. And, and if, and if it's part of your will for you to expose this to, to the public i mean it, it would be such an amazing thing for people to see because we know that jesus is the way the truth the life and the truth matters and it really matters to us so um, i appreciate you giving us this time with bart and giving us a clear connection and i appreciate you keeping him safe i know that there was a lot of murders and stuff that happened and people's lives that got taken we want to pray for those families if whoever's still alive uh, if you could please put your healing hand on them uh, and also the healing hand on people that all the, all the parents and and, the, and the, uh, the the kids of the people that died on 9/11 we also mentioned about that and uh, Lord please if you could get these get these people that are that are new world order or that are being influenced, please just have them turn to you. you know have them repent and we just pray for that. They are they, they are our enemies but we want to we're, we're taught to pray for our enemies so we pray for them as well. We appreciate everything you do Lord thank you in Jesus name. amen. Amen. Bart, thank you so much for for your time. We appreciate it. Everybody that's listening, please go check out his book and check out his website and please subscribe, Uh, hit the like button, hit the bell and uh, share this podcast. If you can, we need to get the truth out there. And this was, I think this episode was definitely the truth. God bless you guys. Go.
2: Was only truth listen to grandma old old Ruth. In the Bible Ruth refused to go till the truth she was to know Greek God man said truth to be with loose my chain said Tales of angelic glory, instead, my train derailed my truth. But dear old grandma, old old, room. she said the truth was worth the die to beat old Satan, to beat his lies. I left my dreams to fight for truth, and dear old. First big film, loved and hated like the heat of a kiln. Heroes, some others wish dead. Hard, hard success, hard, hard Astronauts wild, I never flinched. My armor was the truth I pinched. Nervous now that I was groovy. Sweaty palms just watching that movie. I grew up dreaming to tell my stories of fancy tales of angelic glory and send my train to realm my truth My dear old grandma old old room she said the truth was worth to die to beat on Satan to beat his lies I left my dreams to fight for truth My dear old grandma old old room In the face, I'm facing this life of the human race. Some say patriot, some say traitor. Guess it depends on historical speculators. Astronaut, sons of the CIA, to take my life far, far away. Instead, the curse fell on his head at 26. Stone cold dead. Have I grew up dreaming to tell my stories of fancy tales of angelic glory Instead, my train grew tell by truth But here, old grandma, the the room She said the truth was worth the die To beat old Satan, to beat his lies I left my dreams to fight for truth And here, old grandma Truth, not really true, twas Bill before me And Jesus my brother Waiting for me in glory I grew up dreaming to tell my stories Of fancy tales of angelic glory Instead my train to read my truth By dealing old Grandma Old Old room. He said the truth was worth the die To beat old Satan, to beat his lies I left my dreams to fight for the truth And dear old grandma, old old room Like dear old grandma, old old Love dear old grandpa, old old
0: That's it. God bless you guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us.